Welcome to the Next Steps Bible Reading Podcast. I'm Greg Whiting, reading through the One Year Chronological Bible, and today's reading is for February 26th. Redeeming Gifts Offered to the Lord, Leviticus 27, 1-34. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, If anyone makes a special vow to dedicate a person to the Lord by giving the equivalent value, set the value of a male between the ages of 20 and 60 at 50 shekels of silver, according to the sanctuary shekel. For a female, set her value at 30 shekels. For a person between the ages of 5 and 20, set the value of a male at 20 shekels and a female at 10 shekels. For a person between one month and five years, set the value of a male at five shekels of silver and that of a female at three shekels of silver. For a person 60 years old or more, set the value of a male at 15 shekels and of a female at 10 shekels. If anyone making the vow is too poor to pay the specified amount, the person being dedicated is to be presented to the priest who will set the value according to what the one making the vow can afford. If what they vowed is an animal that is acceptable as an offering to the Lord, such an animal given to the Lord becomes holy. They must not exchange it or substitute a good one for a bad one or a bad one for a good one. If they should substitute one animal for another, both it and the substitute become holy. If what they vowed is a ceremonially unclean animal, one that is not acceptable as an offering to the Lord, the animal must be presented to the priest who will judge its quality as good or bad. Whatever value the priest then sets, that is what it will be. If the owner wishes to redeem the animal, a fifth must be added to its value. If anyone dedicates their house as something holy to the Lord, the priest will judge its quality as good or bad. Whatever value the priest then sets, so it will remain. If the one who dedicates their house wishes to redeem it, they must add a fifth to its value, and the house will again become theirs. If anyone dedicates to the Lord part of their family land, its value is to be set according to the amount of seed required for it. 50 shekels of silver to a homer of barley seed. If they dedicate a field during the year of Jubilee, the value that has been set remains. But if they dedicate a field after the Jubilee, the priest will determine the value according to the number of years that remain until the next year of Jubilee, and its set value will be reduced. If the one who dedicates the field wishes to redeem it, they must add a fifth to its value and the field will again become theirs. If, however, they do not redeem the field or if they have sold it to someone else, it can never be redeemed. When the field is released in the Jubilee, it will become holy, like a field devoted to the Lord. It will become the priestly property. If anyone dedicates to the Lord a field they have bought, which is not part of their family land, the priest will determine its value up to the year of Jubilee and the owner must pay its value on that day as something holy to the Lord. In the year of Jubilee, the field will revert to the person to whom it was bought, from whom it was bought, the one whose land it was. Every value is to be set according to the sanctuary shekel, 20 geras to the shekel. No one, however, may dedicate the firstborn of an animal, since the firstborn already belongs to the Lord. Whether an ox or a sheep, it is the Lord's. If it is one of the unclean animals, it may be bought back at its set value, adding a fifth to the value of it. If it is not redeemed, it is to be sold at its set value. But nothing that a person owns and devotes to the Lord, whether a human being or an animal or family land, may be sold or redeemed. Everything so devoted is most holy to the Lord. No person devoted to destruction may be ransomed. They are to be put to death. A tithe of everything from the land, whether grain from the soil or fruit from the trees, belongs to the Lord. It is holy to the Lord. Whoever would redeem any of their tithe must add a fifth of the value to it. 
Every tithe of the herd and flock, every tenth animal that passes under the shepherd's rod, will be holy to the Lord. No one may pick out the good from the bad or make any substitution. If anyone does make a substitution, both the animal and its substitute become holy and cannot be redeemed. These are the commands the Lord gave Moses at Mount Sinai for the Israelites. So God set up a system for them in being able to present um, things to God to be used in worship and for his service. Uh, But they could also, in some cases, be able to redeem it back, buy it back. All right, let's continue. Israel's first census, Numbers 1, 1 to 54. 1445 or 1279 BC. One month after the tabernacle was completed, the Lord told Moses to take a census. The Lord spoke to Moses in the tent of meeting in the desert of Sinai on the first day of the second month of the second year after the Israelites came out of Egypt. He said, Take a census of the whole Israelite community by their clans and families, listing every man by name, one by one. You and Aaron are to count according to their divisions all the men in Israel who are 20 years old or more and able to serve in the army. One man from each tribe, each of them the head of its family, is to help you. These are the names of the men who are to assist you. From Reuben, Elazar, son of Shadur, from Simeon, Shalumiel, son of Zerushaddai, from Judah, Nashon, son of Abinadab, from Issachar, Nethiel, son of Zuar, from Zebulun, Eliab, son of Helen, from the sons of Joseph, from Ephraim, Elishama, son of Amihad, from Manasseh, Gamaliel, son of Pedazor, from Benjamin, Abaddon, son of Gideonai, from Dan, Ahazir, son of Amishashaddai, from Asher, Pegiel, son of Akron, from Gad, Elishaphaf, Eliasaph, son of Deuel, from Naphtali, Ahira, son of Enon. These are the men appointed from the community, the leaders of their ancestral tribes. They were the heads of the clans of Israel. Moses and Aaron took these men whose names had been specified, and they called the whole community together on the first day of the second month. The people registered their ancestry by their clans and families, and the men 20 years old and more were listed by name one by one, as the Lord commanded Moses, and so he counted them in the desert of Sinai. From the descendants of Reuben, the firstborn son of Israel, all the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name, one by one, according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Reuben was 46,500. From the descendants of Simeon, all the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were counted and listed by name, one by one, according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Simeon was 59,300. From the descendants of Gad, all the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name, according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Gad was 45,650. From the descendants of Judah, all the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name, according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Judah was 74,600. From the descendants of Issachar, All the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name, according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Issachar was 54,400. From the descendants of Zebulun, all the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name, according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Zebulun was 57,400. 
from the sons of Joseph, from the descendants of Ephraim, all the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Ephraim was 40,500. From the descendants of Manasseh, all the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Manasseh was 32,200. From the descendants of Benjamin, all the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Benjamin was 35,400. From the descendants of Dan, all the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Dan was 62,700. From the descendants of Asher, all the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Asher was 41,500. From the descendants of Naphtali, all the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Naphtali was 53,400. These were the men counted by Moses and Aaron and the twelve leaders of Israel, each one representing his family. All the Israelites twenty years old or more who were able to serve in Israel's army were counted according to their families. The total number was 603,550. The ancestral tribe of the Levites, however, was not counted along with the others. The Lord had said to Moses, You must not count the tribe of Levi or include them in the census of the other Israelites. Instead, appoint the Levites to be in charge of the tabernacle of the covenant law over all its furnishings and everything belonging to it. They are to carry the tabernacle and all its furnishings. They are to take care of it and encamp around it. Whenever the tabernacle is to move, the Levites are to take it down. And whenever the tabernacle is to be set up, the Levites shall do it. Anyone else who approaches is to be put to death. The Israelites are to set up their tents by divisions, each of them in their own camp under their standard. The Levites, however, are to set up their tents around the tabernacle of the covenant law so that my wrath will not fall on the Israelite community. The Levites are to be responsible for the care of the tabernacle of the covenant law. The Israelites did all this just as the Lord commanded Moses. That's the end of the reading for February 26th. So it's hard to know here what, what do you take as an application from this reading. You've got these uh, vows, these gifts to the Lord and then you've got, um, and, and it does say, these are the commands that God gave to them, to the people of Israel. And then Israel's first census, they're to take this count. It seems a lot of it is to determine who the army is going to be, uh, those uh, 20 years old and older um, from each tribe are listed. And remember when it talks about the sons of Joseph, that's that's. Uh, divided into two tribes, Ephraim and Manasseh. All right, so I think taking something away from this, it's interesting, you know, I think of God's, uh, what he decided to put in the Old Testament. He draws out all the tribes and talks about the details. And he says the same exact thing in each part, right? With each tribe. He repeats, you know, all the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name according to the records of their clans and families, the number from the tribe of whatever was whatever. What comes to my mind is 
uh, not just that, that God is a God of detail, but that he continually, when it came to his chosen people, he continually emphasized them, emphasized each tribe, uh, emphasized each uh, leader and family member, and set up laws for each person, whether they were a part of the nation of Israel or not, whether they were men or women, whether they were slaves or free, whatever whatever situation of life they were in, he took care of them. And uh, so, so I take away from this as I look ahead to the fulfillment of the New Testament. God knows each of us by name. Each of us is important. There's no commands, you know, about fighting in the army um, or special, um, you know, uh, abilities to be blessed because he's chosen us. This, uh, it continues in here to say, you know, this is what God commanded Moses. This is what God commanded the people. And they did what God said. That should not change, right? What God has told us to do in his word, especially as it comes to the new Testament or what passes on to the new Testament. That's what God expects. We are called out people now. Not um, We are not the nation of Israel. They have their own blessings. But we are the people of God. We are a holy nation. We are a holy people set apart. And he wants us to be fully dedicated to him. Father, a lot of these details in the Old Testament that um, do not seem to relate to me today I pray that I will still see you. I will still see you choosing people. I will still see you uh, being faithful to your people. I will still see, Father, uh, a people, myself, who takes you seriously and dedicates myself to your service, regardless of my age or my gender or uh, what, um, what my situation is in what tribe. As your follower, I'm dedicated to you. In Jesus' name, amen.